Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Four Lads Football. I'm joined again by Tyler, Nico, and Drew. How are we doing, gentlemen? Pretty good. Good. How are you, buddy? Good. Good as always. Can't complain. Hey, that's good to hear. So today's episode, we're going to go over some, some best transfers the last 10 years. You know, and then, of course, we got to talk about the worst transfers of the last 10 years. So I think that, that one will get fun. Uh, we're going to do some talk some the most underrated players in the world. But I think first to start, there was a big game in the women's Euros. I know, Nico, you watched it. But uh, England it was, 8, uh, Norway nil. It was it was electric, I'm not going to lie. I can't say that when I go to turn on sports that that's the first thing I would have watched. But I like soccer, so I turned it on. And I think it was 36 minutes in is when I came on, and it was 4-0. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, I wonder how much worse it's going to get. And I <laughs> kept looking up, and it was 5, and then 6, and then 7, and 8. Dude, they were getting demolished. I mean, it wasn't even close. And I know we had talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, Tyler said that you wanted to see Norway go all the way, right? Yeah, I really like uh, one of their strikers, uh, Herdberg, because she won the Ballon d'Or a few years back. And she's a very good player for Leon. And yeah, I guess either they were just terrible or England's defense was just really good. I don't even think it's a defense, dude. From what I was watching, it looked... Like it, it was silky. Like the the forward passes that they were making, like dice straight through their midfielders. I mean, it it was dude, it was solid soccer. I was shocked. So that was yeah. the crazy part because like Norway's a, on paper they're a good team. They've got the right. former Ballon d'Or winner. They've got a couple of those Barcelona players that only lost like two games all this season. And I think a lot of people kind of shaded this to be like one much closer, and then two maybe even like a Norway win in the group stage. And now English just absolutely t- torn them apart. Not only that, is they demolished their goal differential as well. That's true. <laughs> like the, yeah. There's no if they tie, there's no shot. Yeah. I just want to give a shout out to Beth Mead. Had a hat trick. Arsenal, Arsenal legend. legend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> spitting. Yeah, she's been at she's been at Arsenal for five years now, and I'm looking at her stats, and she's pretty solid. So. She's big got, shout she out got to her. Four goals in two games now at the Euro. She might she might get that top score just after her group stage performances. Yes, sir. Well, I think with that, we'll move into the best transfers of the last 10 years. So this is from 2012 to the current transfer window. Um, Drew, you're going to start us off. What do you got? Yeah, so for best transfers, I'm going to start off with Andrew Robertson or Andy Robertson. Um from Liverpool. Now, this is probably like a trivia question. Like, where did he come from before Hulk Liverpool? City, baby. Yeah, like, I feel like not a lot of people know that. And I, I was looking enough, I was like, whole city. Like, I wonder where they are right now. They're in League One right now. I don't know, 8 million pounds. Like, that's nothing. Yeah, and, for a player of that caliber, that's insane. Yeah, for Liverpool to get one of the best left backs in the world, like, I think that's that's nuts. But it's also like, he was he obviously wasn't the best left back in the world when he came from Hull. He very much became that player like, yeah. under Klopp. So that's a big part of it too, like, especially when you see like, like you look back, like 8 million seems ridiculously low. Like That gets yeah. you like only the right leg of Robertson these days. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> if, they, if they try and sell Robertson right now, they're probably getting 50 at least. Oh, at least. At least. Yeah. Minimum. Okay, he's, still, he's still under 30. That's nuts. He's, he's been so consistent the last few seasons. Yeah, and they, they just signed him long term. So, yeah, no, I think that's a good one, Drew. Another one I have down is Conte, but his transfer fee the first time 
So for, when uh, he went to Leicester, when he went to Leicester, yeah. Okay. So when yeah. he went, he went when he went to Leicester, he only cost five point six million. That's insane. And then yeah, that's ridiculous. They obviously, helped them win the league. I mean, you're getting one of the best midfielders in the world for a penny nowadays. Basically, and the and then the fact that they sold him for Leicester only sold him for about thirty five, and then he went on to win World Cup. So it's just again like just completely maxing out your value. Um, he has for the money that you like, paid. Another one of those hidden gems. Like he only went for thirty five million to Chelsea, but when you only sold him or sorry, bought him for five million, that's a ridiculous like profit margin. Yeah. yeah. It's a great business. Well it's like six hundred percent plus. Something, I don't know. <laughs> Something like ridiculous. that. <laughs> um so lastly I have um I got one more and then I have two honorable mentions um, that I'll just touch on real quick. But the last one is Tony Kroos from Bayern to Real Madrid. Yes, I know this Bayern one's going to sting. legend. The go, sting, sting Robbie a little bit, but you're basically paying 25 million euros for five Champions Leagues. Like just a guy that's an integral part of every one of those teams. And I don't think they would have won. I mean, they probably wouldn't have won any of those Dottom. So I just think that's crazy. For only 25 mil. Yeah, I mean, it sucks that he's not at Bayern, but also we've never really been lacking in the midfield department, so I guess it kind of helped me God, not nice. not miss him that much. Um, <laughs> God, that but like, nice. I mean, he's he's ridiculous. I think there's some stat out there that like, I don't think his pass accuracy in the league has dropped below like 89% in any season he's been there. That is, which that, is insane. That's ridiculous. God, to your level. Yeah, I mean, it's you cannot compete with that. Holy cow, eighty nine percent. It's something like that. It might even be in the nineties. I don't remember exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, no, that's that's unreal. Um, and then moving on to my honorable mentions, uh, real quick, I just have Sala, um, to Liverpool for thirty four mil. Seems um, very cheap now. Yeah, <laughs> and then I had Pogba on a free the first time. Um. When Juventus got him, what about what just... about Pogba on the free this time? <laughs> uh, to be determined. <laughs> to be determined. Okay. <laughs> we yeah, don't he talk was, about he that. was so good for Juventus that first that first round. So yeah. hopefully, find some of that again. Yeah, I hope so. Wish him all the best. Yeah. Do definitely. you? I do. I'm not joking. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Nico, why don't you take us through your transfers? Um. So my first one. So I'm actually kind of shocked. Um, Dro didn't touch on, especially touching on the Cruz one. Uh, I have Modric to Spurs, uh, or I'm sorry, Modric to Madrid from Spurs. Um, it pains me ever so dearly. There's actually two Spurs to Madrid players on this uh, list for me, and uh, the they both hurt me very much. Uh, the fact that we have that level of caliber player leaving our club to go to another club. Because they want to win trophies, Nico. Yeah, no, and they're not going to do it at they're not going to do it at Tottenham. Uh, Five thousand two hundred twenty something days strong. Um. Yeah, crazy. I don't. I didn't write down the um, prices, but I think that one's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, one of the greatest midfielders of all time, you know, coming from my club to somebody much higher. So. Well, then the crazy thing about that one too is his after his first season, he was voted the worst transfer right. of the year, like by La Liga or whoever. I don't know why they even vote for that, but that was something they voted for at least back then. And he got he got worst transfer. And look how he turned sure out. Enough, Sure enough, here he is Came now. In that demon time. It's gonna be like Davies this year. Just and absolute Madrid, monster. Madrid had a terrible season that year. Like I also have him in my best transfer. 
and they got four points from their first five four games. Jesus. And they were eighteen points behind Barca on Christmas. Jesus. What did they end up finishing? Uh, I'm not sure, but like Modric wasn't even like a starter. He was like in oh, and out. God. Well, that's and probably they why they were losing. Fair amount of money on him. <laughs> I mean, you think about you think about his longevity. Like after the two Champions Leagues, like has that huge World Cup, takes him to the final, and then like last season. Like that assist he had against Chelsea was disgusting. And he won't slow down next year. I still stand by that he's going to be one of the best 11 next year. Anywho. Yeah. um, My second one is uh, KDB to City. Um, I think that one's also pretty self-explanatory. You look at him, what he's provided to City. He's been the center point of that team for however long it's been. Um, And yeah, they haven't won the international trophies, but they won how many Premier Leagues in the last five years? Four of them? Yep. Yeah. That's, a, that's an insane stat, um, especially for the Premier League, which I feel is the closest as far as competition at the top goes. Um, my next one, another Spurs to Madrid is Gareth Bale. Um, that was expensive. Very expensive, but very worth it. I think was Gareth it? Bale is a – yeah, I would think so. I, I would think he's – I think he's a – he was a – key player in and why they won those all those champions i mean look look at the bicycle kick perfect example who else would have hit it ronaldo no ronaldo yeah. did hit it ronaldo did hit it not, but not in that game did he he didn't need to failed it exactly thank you it won three um, one by the way not two one doesn't matter it did the wins a win score they still have won well no because the bicycle <laughs> was the two one that was the winner the ratio oh yeah it was um, yeah, so I I just think that what he gave uh, to Madrid ridiculous. Granted, he best, didn't have the greatest ending there. Um, his yeah, best performance for Madrid was uh, sitting on the bench in the Champions League final this past, yep. and, they, <laughs> and, they, and they won. Won. They didn't even need him. Exactly. Need him. Yeah, I would say that recency bias. Like, if you look at it that way, it doesn't seem like it was worth it. But I mean, he has been at Madrid, or he was at Madrid for a long time, mm-hmm. and he did play a lot of games, score a lot of goals. Yeah, had big dude. moments. People like I mean, to forget at, like, about as it, a man. whole. Look at it as a whole. Like I would say, it's definitely worth it. One hundred percent. I guarantee you, if they if they knew exactly the way it would be right now, they would still make that transfer all those years ago. Guarantee oh, it. Yeah, most maybe definitely. for a couple extra, a couple less dollars, but they'd probably still do it. Price puts me off on this. That's the I only thing you're saying, but well, I just disagree. I mean, Price. another one that Nico mentioned, KDB. I mean, even I think City played. City paid a decent amount for him. It was like 55. Like, Back it wasn't one of these like 20, 30 steals. Like, KDB was still pretty expensive and yeah, it worked good. out. So, you also had KDB in your in your best transfers. What was your, what's your reasoning there? Besides, besides being a City fan, obviously. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was seen as like, you know, overspending by the City Oil Club, but he broke the Bundesliga assist record the, the season before at Wolfsburg. At Wolfsburg, not like a Bayern or a Dortmund. Doesn't have that record anymore, though. No, nah, Muller broke it, but mm-hmm. still, still had it. This at, I love Muller. You know, what he what did Bale go for? Like ninety million? Yeah, million? I think it was like eighty nine, ninety, around. something like that, depending on the currency yeah, we're using. Fifty is is still a lot cheaper than ninety. Yeah, but the ninety, it's not like he was. It, it's not like it was the ninety and he did nothing. You know what I mean? He was still doing more than, you know. Probably ninety-eight percent of players, ninety-nine percent of players out there. You know what I mean? Year after year, up until a point, obviously. But you know, I mean, yeah, that just... front three of the 
the Bale, Ronaldo, Benzema. It was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it was gross. It was yeah. One of the most feared trios, most definitely. Of all time. Tyler, yeah. after KDB, who else you got in there for, for best transfers? Um, I talked about Modric. And then my last one is Van Dyke from Southampton to Liverpool. So he's also expensive, though. So what's, what's the difference between him and Bale now? Uh, one, he got second in the Ballon d'Or 2018. The season he came in, he was he was like in and out a little bit. He played like half the games in the league. Then the next season, he played every game. Went to a UCL final, lost it. But then I don't think that was back. his first season. Um, the one they lost in, in his first season came in in January. He came that's in January. Only, that's why January. he only played half the games in the league. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um. Yeah, but lost the UCL final, came back the next season, won it, and I mean, he's been good since he came in. He definitely holds together that back line when every single defensive player wants to attack and score a goal. He's back there, doesn't get dribbled past. I mean, I agree. He's a a great signing. I just don't see how you can have him in your list, but then disagree that Bale isn't one of the best signings the last 10 years. Based on price, it's, uh, it's not based on price. It's based on. Well, you said the price was what was holding you back from Bale. Yeah, because he didn't do anything the last like three years. You know, if Van Dyke in five years wants to go play golf for the the rest of his contract. Oh then my god! That, that Get the golf out of here, bro. Good God, the man has a hobby. Sue him. Uh, man, I was being consistent at least. If Van Dyke takes a couple years off, then we'll we'll come back and reassess, oh, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we'll move on to uh, to some of my transfers. I've got a couple here. My uh, my first one, is, he's a guy we've mentioned before, but Jamie Vardy, 2012. He, uh, he signed from Fleetwood to Leicester for only $1 million, which if you oh, look at it now, shit. that's just absolutely ridiculous. That's I mean, absurd. he scored... He has 227 goals or assists in 384 games for Leicester, which are just unreal stats for a, a club like Leicester. And especially, like, they weren't in the Premier League. I think the first two seasons he was there, they were in the championship. But then he still has numbers that strong, even when they moved up to the, the Premier League. And then obviously he was unbelievably massive when it like came to that title-winning season. What a, like, I think he's got to be in there. What a like uh, that must be like such an odd feeling. Like imagine getting signed to a team for one million in the championship, and then going on like a few years later to make this just absolutely wondrous one and and win it all. You know what I mean? In the high that must be insane. Yeah, I mean, insane and now feeling. he's one of the most like decorated players in the Premier League. Like he's got more Premier League goals than Ronaldo. I mean, it's it's ridiculous for only one million. And like all those, it was 2012. So it was like right on the cusp of this this 10 year uh, range mm-hmm. we were looking at. Um, my next one had to put him in there. Robert Lewandowski to Bayern from Dortmund for free in 2014. He oh, has more business. goals and assists than games played. No matter how you look, at, no matter how you feel about the Bundesliga, whatever your thoughts are, 416 goals and assists in 375 games. Holy shit! It's not even close. <laughs> And all the like <laughs> trophies Easy. and trophies and trophies, a treble, however many Bundesliga's that is since 2014. 
Scoring they get record. that for free? Yeah. yeah it's nuts. Free? It's ridiculous. You're now he's going to leave, right? No, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> I keep telling you guys, we're, he's, the, the he's, transfer window is going to shut. He's still going to be there, and then I'm going to have a big old laugh at you guys. I'm not going to lie. The more Robbie keeps saying it, the more it seems like it's going to happen. I disagree. Yeah. Hey, if if Barca just spent sixty seven million on Rafina, where where yeah. are they gonna get the money to pay for Robert Lewandowski? Well, hopefully they'll sell they'll get along and sell De Jong to freaking United so we can all laugh at you. They just sold their ten uh, percent of their like commercial viewership or something like that for I think it was seven hundred million. Jesus, no, I 10%? think it was like two hundred. You sure? Pretty sure. They didn't get seven hundred. I know that. Barca's in debt, regardless. Uh, yeah, that's Barca's beside the point. We'll, we can fill fill a whole other podcast talking about them. <laughs> My last transfer is one that I'm surprised Nico didn't have, and is uh, Hyungmin's son to Spurs from Leverkusen for only 22 million back in 2015. Um, so this one was hard for me because when I was looking up, because as we all know, I've only been watching ball for about a year and a half ish, maybe even a year, and. So when I was looking up these transfers, I was like, huh. I was like, I remember we had had a couple talks about Spurs and how I used to play in the Bundesliga. And I looked and I was like, oh, that's in our time limit. And then I thought about it. And I was like, what has he done for me? And then, what has he done for Spurs? Yeah, he scored. And yeah, he's assisted. But at the end of the day, no FA Cup, no Premier League, no Champions League. Nothing. Am I, am I hearing and you talk about Son? I no, no, no. This is, this is no. surprising Don't me. You put I did not words expect this. Mouth. You just, you just said he shit. I'm not saying he shit. He whispered I it. I heard him. Doing I heard him too. Oh my god! <laughs> it. You don't know how hard it is for me to say this because you know he's my favorite player. Like I know the trophies aren't there, but as a signing for your club, yeah, he's great. But best. would I put him above any of the players I mentioned as far as signings overall go? No, I wouldn't. I'm sorry. I mean, I guess that's fair, but he was only twenty-two million. Yeah, that's nuts. Young men's done for twenty-two million. Yeah, but then you know you got Jamie Vardy for one. You know what uh, I mean? That doesn't that was, happen. That's a completely different story, though. It's really the best per transfers in the past ten years. As if far some, as I'm concerned, there's already was, one that's better than his. If someone was English, you'd get the respect he deserves. I don't want to talk about it anymore, dude. I'm fighting against son. This really hurts. <laughs> Make you feel sick inside. It literally makes me want to throw up. All right. Well, I, I think. I think with that, we'll move on to what I think is going to be my favorite section is worst transfers. So, Tyler, I'll have you start us off with this one. Take us through your worst transfers since 2012. All right. I'm starting out hot with Danny Drinkwater <laughs> from Leicester to Chelsea. How much? Uh, 35 million pounds. Oh, too much. And, yeah, it's a lot for uh, basically a one-season wonder, you know, less one the Prem. He just a walking uh, hydration commercial. Yeah, I feel like Chelsea wanted to get on the lesser hype train. You know, they bought Conte, and they were like, yeah, let's get another. We need more. And and, I, think, I think a lot of this one, too, was there was a – like they were having issues because you have to have like a certain amount of homegrown players, like England-based mm-hmm. players. So I think that's another reason why he came in. But then, like, still to be as bad as he was. Yeah. I don't think uh, anyone expected that. He was absolutely dreadful and still is. Uh, he actually just finished out his contract. He's now on a free transfer or a free agent. Think say you'll pick him up? I hope not. <laughs> um, I hope not because 
when he was coming back, I think from an injury, he played in a Chelsea U23 game and he got a red card because he didn't like how physical one of the other players were being on him. And he kicked out and tried to snap a kid's leg. <laughs> That's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. He was, he's 30. This was two years ago. This was, he was 30 years old. Like, this is how all of us feel in Sunday League when these, like, grown-ass people are, like, just it's so sad. kicking and trucking us and everything. And, like, these are professional players, and you're acting like that. Terrible. He's absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dude, what shit, Alzheimer's? I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the um, man wants to win no matter what. The spirit's there. <laughs> no matter what it takes, baby. Uh, my next one is Benucci. From Juventus to AC Milan. I hated this transfer. Uh, it was just random. Like, he moved there for one season. It wasn't like a loan or anything. He, like, transferred there. Uh, he made all of Turin hate him. You know, all the Juve fans were just, like, annoyed he went to their rivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was terrible that season. AC Milan as a whole was terrible. They finished sixth. And then... To make it even funnier, he came back to Juventus the season after. It was like nothing ever happened. It's like it's just so random. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Just to go back. Yeah, I always hate those where it's like they make a transfer, then like they the the next season they end up back at their club, like tail tucked between their legs. There must be something like going on inside, like something. Something weird, but I don't know. He was just a, a weird transfer. Um, my your next, next one, Tyler? Yeah, it's Hazard. From Chelsea to Real Madrid. Um, yeah, this one's tough. So like yeah. 120, something like that? 103 million pounds. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Crazy. And uh, he's had 16 injuries. 16 <laughs> injuries. That is That's a... What's the, that's a Derrick Rose moment right there. <laughs> he's missed a total of 458 days through injury. Oh, man. He's only been there, what, three years? Yeah. So about 33%. So he's missed of the time, over a year. Roughly. Yeah. yeah. Through injury. That's awful. He's and been so unlucky. Here, yeah. Since coming here three years ago, he has, school, he has 12 goals and assists combined. I mean, he was like one of the best players in the Prem when he was at Chelsea. Yeah. And then he just, like, what is that? <laughs> I really think those inj- like the the fouls just caught up to him because he was like also one of the most fouled players. Like him and Zaha every season were some of the most fouled players in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it just finally caught up to him when he got to Madrid. Yeah, he he was never injured that often at Chelsea, and then just all went so downhill. And yeah, to yeah. spend that much money to have a player that's only there like two out of your three seasons, if that. It's awful. Yeah, not it's really like, doing anything when he does play. It's like all the all the injuries he ha- he didn't have in his career just caught up to him at one time. Yeah. yeah. And Tal, your last one, you got another Real Madrid player. Yeah, I do. I have uh, Luka Jovic, who has been re- he was he's been just as bad as Hazard. He has appeared in fifty one games in three seasons. He has three goals and five assists in those games. And then but, the difference there is he hasn't really been out injured nearly as much yeah, as Hazard, at least. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He just just doesn't play. 
I don't know if there's some like behavioral issues or something or, you know. Well, when you got big man Benzema playing that well too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But uh, even in like cup games, he just barely plays. It's a, uh, it's kind of sad. He left, right? He, yeah, he just left this. He went Fiorentina. to uh, Fiorentina. Yeah. Yeah. Dro, you want to taste through your, your transfers? You got some fun ones on here. Oh yeah. So start off with a classic. Number one on my list, Harry Maguire to Manchester United from Leicester City for 80 million pounds. I disagree. I have a quarrel with this one. I disagree. Literally one of the worst transfers I've ever seen. Oh my God, dude, relax. In so, re- my oh. short history of watching soccer and following so, it. Listen, Dro, the first season he came in, he played every single game for United. They finished third. The second season, I think he also plays every single game. They finished second. Third season was absolutely awful for him. Yes, a complete shit show for Maguire. But I don't know that that, I mean, that's one out of three seasons. Doesn't seem that bad if you're right. like a stalwart for the first two. Right, but the, the, the price tag, 80 million, like Van Dyke went for 75. Well, if you're yeah, paying but 80 you million for it, here, here, here what Robbie's saying. Robbie hit the nail on the head. He had a bad season, yes. He had two very good seasons on a, on a very successful United squad. I wouldn't say it was very good. I'd say it was uh, good. I would say it was very good. Third and second for second United. Second and third is good. pretty good. Yeah, especially if for the standards we're looking at right now. It's fantastic. All we did was hit teams on the break that year. That's the only reason we came second. But that means you got to be defending deep. So your center backs are important. Betting. Hey, man. All I'm saying is I think a lot of the struggles this year were like also down to just the club and coaching in general. So maybe this yeah. this season, if, if he has a even if he has like an average season, I think that completely anything he out. does will be so much better. I mean, Ten Hag came out and was like, "Yeah, Harry's the captain, so I guess he's going to start every effing game." <laughs> great. I think I think he is going to have a good season this year. I also think. I don't so. think I he hope comes so. close to worst transfer the last ten years. No. He is expensive, but one bad season so far. It's not done yet, but we'll see. That's a you, fair point. You can't really get much worse, can you? No. The only way that is was, up. It was one of the worst seasons I've ever seen out of a player. But we if know he is, can do good. If this had been his first season and you was signing for $80 million, I think people would have like gone and burned the stadium down. <laughs> <laughs> but since at least his third and he had two good ones before. I wouldn't put it past the fans. But uh, for my next one, I have Alexis Sanchez in a swap deal. Yeah, I know Nico uh, and I also have this one. Yeah, so we swapped uh, United swapped him for Mkhitaryan uh, from to Arsenal in like three seasons. He literally had like three goals. Like I remember when Dan James came in and Dan James like outscored him in the first like five games of his United career. I mean, he was we paid him like it was like five hundred k a week for what? Like he did nothing. He was god awful. I was so glad when he left. I mean, the worst part of it is like. Because that was like a January transfer. But in his last full season with Arsenal, he had 48 goals and assists in 51 games in all competitions for Arsenal from the wing. That's insane. That's yeah, solid. Yeah. Those are ridiculous numbers. Yeah, like that's almost be... a goal or assist per game from the wing, which you don't really yeah. hear about unless you're most solid these days. Yeah. And then, I mean... yeah, like he did absolutely nothing at United. His first year, like I think he was on loan at Inter for the first season. 
like his first season of entry, he was on loan, and he was pretty bad still. He's doing slightly better now, but still like nothing compared to what he was at Arsenal. And I think that's just like what hurts the most. No, and then the thing that the thing that made me mad the most was when after he left United, he was like, "Yeah, the first day I got there, I just wanted to go back to Arsenal." He got like, homesick. What a fraud, dude. No, he just misses the best club in England. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, my last one, I have Kepa from Bilbao to Chelsea for 72 mil. So much uh, money. Yeah, that's insane amount of money for a goalkeeper. And then how he's performed just hasn't lived up to it at all. At all. Um, I, guess, I guess he was solid when Mendy was out at AFCON. But other than that, I mean, just so many mistakes. It's just unacceptable. They gave him the chances too. Um, what was that? The penalty shootout that he skied it in. And granted, who knows? Who knows when oh, the, a keeper is going to get all the way to the penalty? Yeah, you know what I mean? But I mean, they've given him the opportunity. You know what I mean? But, well, he also. I mean, they he had the whole first season before uh, before Mendy came in as number one, and he just didn't do it anywhere mm-hmm. near as well as you want to from your seventy-two million keeper. My uh, my favorite kept a moment was when I think he was playing City in a cup final. And it went to, it was about to go to Penns. And, and he was down injured. And no, I, they were about to sub him out. I think it was sorry. Yeah. Uh, yep. yep. They started yelling at him and was saying like, no, I'm staying on the field. I'm staying on the field. And uh, then lost the penalty shootout. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. That's also um, one of my favorite moments. Just like, cause sorry, almost just like left the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Manager kept pissed too. Yeah, yeah, no. Two honorable mentions, real quick. Uh, so I had Di Maria going to United for sixty million. Uh, he left after one season and absolutely hated Manchester. And then Alvaro Morata, and I literally put out my paper anywhere he's been because he's shit. I was just about to ask where. I disagree. Besides Chelsea, he scored goals everywhere he goes. Like, Dude, yeah, he's, he's probably so... too expensive every time he's signed anywhere, but he does score goals. <laughs> He's so bad. <laughs> he has to be like a way. He he's being used as a way to to uh, like transfer money. Oh, like, like if Barcelona ever get involved with Morata, then we'll know for sure that he's like a money laundering tool. Yeah, somehow. money laundering. Thank you. <laughs> I was trying to think of the word, but yeah, no, it's definitely like a scheme. No way he's going for sixty million every other season. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. I don't understand it. But he scores goals. So that is. Fair. I don't have him on my list, but. I, I see your point, Drew. Yeah. Um, first one on my worst transfer list, I've got the one and only Antoine Griezmann. He was $120 million from Atletico to Barcelona. And that all ended with he's now currently in the middle of a two-year loan back at Atletico. And then they'll get a $40 million option to buy him at the end of that. They've basically gotten nothing for, for that transfer. <laughs> I mean, he didn't live up to the exp- he didn't live up to the performances he had at Atletico. It didn't work when Messi was still there in that last season, and then it was so bad once Messi left that they literally loaned him back to Atletico like on deadline day, so they didn't have to stick out the rest of the season with him on their wage book since he wasn't performing. And yeah, I'm for- kind of surprised that that he wasn't on you guys' list because I, th- I mean, he's the second highest earner. At Barcelona behind Messi when he was first signed. Honestly, 
I forgot he was alone. Like, I forgot he got loaned back. I could have sworn it was a permanent transfer back to Atletico. But it's going to be permanent at this permanent. point. They're yeah, not I taking him back. back. Yeah. Imagine if Atletico don't buy him. Well, I think he's an obligation. So I think they, oh. they probably have to. But still, like, okay. then they're only getting 40 million for him. So they've lost 80 million. And they didn't even have him for the last two years because he was on and loan. And all his wages. And yeah, I think they are still paying at least part of his wages, mm-hmm. which is even worse. Barcelona moment. That's unreal. Like, he's definitely up there for me in, uh, in worse transfers. You can see um, why. My next one, it's less of a, I guess, like objectively or subjectively, it's not really a terrible transfer, but uh, it's kind of what Tyler was talking about with Bonucci. When uh, Buffon signed for PSG in uh, 2018 from Juventus, and then he went straight back to Juve like the following season. And to me, it just sucked because I felt like it kind of ruined his Juventus legacy because now he had like that weird gap where he went and played for PSG to try to win the Champions League and then just ended up right back at Juve the next season. And now he's at Parma and still has never won the Champions League. So I guess that was more of like a sentimental worst transfer of the last 10 years. And then lastly, I also had the uh, the infamous Sanchez swap that Drew talked about. And Nico, I know you had that one on your list too, and you want to say a few more things about it. So why don't you go ahead with the, the Sanchez transfer? Yeah, so I, I looked into the, the price points. Uh, simply put, uh, when all was said and done at his time in United, they were paying him $1.5 million for putting on his shirt every time he went to go play, which is just, to me, it's a very expensive shirt. I know Robbie knows all about that. Yeah, just crazy. I mean, obviously, you know, he had the he had the hype around him, and they expected him to perform, and sure enough, he did it. And you know that's fraud, a, fraud. Yeah, I agree, fraud to the max. So what better club to fraud at than United? Uh, one of my other ones, I had, um, I had Roberto Soldado to Spurs. Um, <laughs> wasn't a lot. It was twenty six million. Um, he played for Valencia before. Um, in 35 games at Valencia the season before the 2012-2013 season, he had 35 appearances with 24 goals and three assists. He then followed that performance for his first year at Spurs with 36, played 36 games with six goals and five assists. And then directly following that in the 2014-2015 season, he had zero goals and one assist. And it just sounds like your average Spurs player to me. Oh. No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, um, yeah, I was reading into it, and apparently it, he was like a big deal um, way back when. And I feel like $26 million in 2012, 2013 is a lot, um, or at least a decent amount. Um, you know, Spurs aren't going to get any big-name players. Um, so the fact that he came in and not only had like a pretty bad opening season on playing most of the games, he would then follow it up with an even worse season only having one assist throughout the entire season playing 36 games. And I just like to think that that's a very classic Spurs transfer. Um, and I hope that it never happens to us again. <laughs> um, I think I think he was one of the ones that they used like the bail money on when they brought in like eight players and brought in like Lamela, Soldado, and, and God, like, that's none of them really worked cool. out. Really, <laughs> really cool. Yeah. I would have rather <laughs> kept bail and lost. Um, my last one very recent transfer uh lukaku to chelsea 135 million you know 
pretty much useless Jesus. on the field at most times. He would run and run and run, and the system just didn't back him very well, which I think as if I was in Chelsea's you know, back office, I'd be like, why? Why did we just do that? And then he left for oh, – we just talked about it last episode. Um, for Milan. He left to go back for nothing, right? He's on loan. Yeah, alone. Yeah, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, financially and – like success wise, he's gotta be gotta be in the bet worst. Has to be. Yeah, like the only thing that makes sense with that one is that the club wanted to buy Lukaku because it was very apparent that Tuchel had like no interest in him. And especially after that that dumb interview he did, like he just wasn't playing. And that you was can't a just not interview. play your hundred and thirty million player. Yeah. That was the one where he said I don't want to be here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you spend 130 million on a player, and then don't try to make him work in your system. Right, 130 million is a player that you build your team around. Yeah, with whatever right. scraps you have left. He also after how good he was at Inter. Yeah, he was he was insane. But he also like, didn't want to be there. Not sure. Yeah, that was halfway through the season. Right when it's when like stopped working. Realized, yeah, that was when things were going bad. I mean, yeah, he dug himself a grave, kind of, with the with the Chelsea fans, made himself hated, but yeah, but still, you know, that's, it's definitely definitely Tuchel's fault for not even like trying to give this player like a chance, a chance, and what he's good at. He was too worried about keeping the defense in form, and then even that yeah, fell out. Have, have that your nine at the back, nine in the yeah. box. <laughs> Don't want to uh, try to get your hundred thirty million dollar player uh, some goals. Well, that was that was a good segment. Not as many hot takes as I thought there might have been when we planned this one out. But uh, maybe this next one will make up for it. We'll dive right into the most underrated players. There's no time range on this one, but I think we all did uh, pretty current players. Tyler, you want to start us off? Yeah, so first is Kaylor Navas. Kaylor Navas. Um, so he gets outcasted everywhere he goes. No matter where he goes, like a season or two after, they'll just buy a new goalkeeper. Like whatever team. Real Madrid, PSG. He helped win Madrid three UCLs. They just bought a replacement just because. And then he went to PSG because he wanted game time, which makes sense. <laughs> and then they bought Donnarumma. And then now he's been given like half game time with him. So like they play like some games here, some games there. I just kind of feel bad for him. The man just wants to play. He doesn't deserve this. He just wants love. He's not bad either. No, he's really good. And I don't know. I just, I feel bad for him. He's definitely underrated. Like, I don't see why he keeps getting uh, basically replaced everywhere he goes. Yeah, like, literally, I think every season he was at Madrid, every transfer window, like, fans and and everyone associated with Real Madrid were like, we need a new keeper. Yeah. Like, my brother, he is one you... <laughs> three Champions Leagues in a row as your first choice keeper. And he's been he's been solid for Costa Rica too. Costa Rica. Well, yeah. Except against the US. <laughs> um so my next player is uh Thomas Muller. I also he, have Muller. Yeah. He broke the Bundesliga assist record, but like I feel like not a lot of people even like either realize it or like give him enough credit for it. Mm-hmm. and how consistent he's been. Uh, he won the 2014 World Cup, and 
has just been insanely good ever since then. I mean, even he, before he had then, five goals in that World Cup too. Yeah, crazy. He scores so much from the midfield. It's it's insane. I mean, I I don't understand how a player of of where he plays just gets so many goals and so many assists. Yeah, and then like I also have Muller, so I kind of looked into it. He literally in the last five seasons he has the most assists of anyone in Europe's top five leagues. He's he has more assists than Messi. That's two insane. more than Messi. Two more? Yeah, two more than Messi. Ridiculous. Like, like everyone's like, oh well, if he had put that shitter at PSG, he still had a ton of assists. I think he had like twelve assists. He had that one PSG. game where he had I think three, three yeah. or four. And yet Muller is still out assisting him, but like I feel like it's not talked about nearly as much as other mm-hmm. players. So yeah, good well, he's also Tyler. passing it to like one of the best strikers of all time. <laughs> well, this is true, but. But still, I mean, with Messi in the team, I mean, he has Suarez. Yeah. He, had, he had good players around him too. So yeah, I mean, KDB has you know he had Aguero in front of him. Mm-hmm. Everybody has usually a good striker, but yeah, I feel like Muller doesn't get the same recognition as like a KDB or Messi. I just love him so much. Yeah. I I also rate Muller. Very okay. good. Um, my last player, kind of controversial, Higuain. <laughs> when? Wait, wait, when? Prime Higuain. Uh, when, when you rate nope. prime Higuain? 15, 16, and even like a little bit after. Okay. So I feel like everybody hates him because of his bad World Cup final. I mean, he broke the Serie A goal scoring record. I think it's tied now with Immobile. I think so, yeah. But. Yeah, besides that, I mean, as he got older, he got he got worse. I mean, he's in the MLS now, and he's kind of terrible here. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's true. But he's really good in the Serie A and for Napoli, and I'm not sure if he ever won anything with them. Uh, I don't so think he did. Fact check me on that. But, I mean, he was really good, and everybody hates him. Well, then, even when you sign, he signed for Juve, like a season, I think he only spent two seasons in Napoli. Mm-hmm. Then he signed for Juve for a lot of money, and he still, I mean, he scored a lot of goals there too. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, like he had the the failed low moves at like Chelsea and AC Milan. Yeah, and now just kind of, kind of finishing it out in a uh, in Inter Inter Miami. Yeah, Joel, why don't you take us through your underrated players? All right, so first one I'm gonna mention is Jordi Alba. Uh, left okay. back at Barcelona. Uh, I think I think he's one of the most solid, consistent left backs in Europe, and I just don't seem to get the credit for it. Like last season, he had ten assists, and for a pretty bad Barcelona team too. Yeah, hey, really? yeah, he had ten assists for a pretty bad Barcelona team, and I don't know. I just I feel like he never gets mentioned, and he's always been there. He's always done a good job. Um, and he's 33. It's not like he's young, and he's he's still doing it. He's still performing. So, um, that was my first one, and then I'll go with someone I mentioned earlier. Uh, I'll go with Sun, um, or I guess someone we touched on earlier. I'll go with Sun again. I think I think if he was English, I think people in England would. I don't know. I don't want to say it, but. <laughs> Call me Hyung Min. If his name was Hyung Min Sam, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The greatest player in the world. Yeah. So, oh, man. This I one just, also hurts me a little I bit know. because I think he's not overrated. I think he's just rightly rated. I mean, I I'm kind of with Drew. I think the fact that he was top scorer, tied with Salah, and got left out of the PFA team of the year and yeah, didn't get nominated true. for PFA player of the year, I think that alone says that he's underrated even by the yeah. people in England that see him play every single week. And yeah, nobody pens. watches Spurs games. And no so pen. talking about. It is merely Just... me and you poor souls that watch it with me. <laughs> <laughs> We're only there for emotional support. Never Just no, no respect at all. I don't, I don't understand it. I never have. But He's the goat. That's why. It's, it's not going to change. Wants to hate the best player of all time. Who you got next, bro? <laughs> I have Gerard Moreno at Villarreal. Okay. So, I don't know. I've been I've been watching a lot of Villarreal the past couple of years because uh, I've been playing Cause United been playing a Man lot. United. <laughs> yeah, and beating Man United. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think he's I think he's a really solid striker, and he plays for Spain. I feel like there'd be more clubs in Europe that would be in for him, but he's just he's just been stuck at Villarreal, um, which I don't know. Maybe he doesn't mind playing for Villarreal. But I feel like he has the capabilities of playing for a bigger club. If you look at his stats, like the 2020-2021 season, he had 23 goals and 7 assists. Like, And that's playing in La Liga, which isn't half bad. Mm-hmm. So I don't, know, I don't know what it is, but it just feels like he's not recognized as much. Yeah, I think, I think solid's a good word for him. Like he doesn't put up the numbers as these other strikers we've talked about in the past. Um, but he's still so good. For that Villarreal side, and does I mean he does get his goals? Like you point out, I mean, thirty goals and assists in, in the season for a Villarreal team is very good. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely. a really good, especially in the uh, UCL this season. Mm-hmm. Not sure of stats, but he's definitely helped them advance as far as they did. Yeah, they made that yeah. deep run, unfortunately, at yeah. Byron's expense. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then honorable mentions. I just we don't even have to touch on them, but I had uh, Mount and Tamori. Ooh. I don't rate Mount. Yeah. Sorry. That's why, that's why I think he's underrated. I yeah, just he don't. You looked at the goals and assists and was like, yeah, not enough people like him. He puts up <laughs> numbers. Let's let's say him. Okay, relax. Twice an honorable mention. Jose, we don't got to touch on him and then spit his hottest take of the, <laughs> of the segment. <laughs> trying to sweep that under the rug, huh? Yeah, no. no <laughs> I, I, I don't rate Mount. I, um, I don't. I mean, I know he's got the numbers, but. Every time I watch a Chelsea game, I just don't really know what he does. I don't even watch. It's it. like I'm not watching him. You know what I mean? Like, I'd I don't, rather I don't watch. Know what he does? I'd rather watch uh, Mendy sit in the sit in the net. <laughs> 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 just twill his thumbs. Yeah, like with the with the with the seven players right in front of him. Oh Maury. man, Maury's really good though. Very yeah, good. Yeah, that is a solid take. Great, great player for AC Milan. Should yeah. be starting for England. Oh, it definitely uh, should be. This winter. But we'll see if Southgate makes the right choice. He won't. With that, uh, he won't. Nico, why don't you take us through your transfers? You've got, so you've got some, some interesting ones in there, too. Um, I'll start with the first one that I know a little bit more about. Uh, I have Hjolbert from uh, Bayern from Munich legend. Bayern Munich legend. Um, for any of you who watch Spurs games, um, I think you can probably agree with me. that He is just so unbelievably solid as like an all-around player like yeah he doesn't have the goals and assists even because that's not really his job you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
He rarely gets dribbled past. Um, he's just his short passes are there. His long passes should probably use a little bit more work, but like for the caliber of player, cause like, I'm not saying he's the best midfielder in the world. Um, I feel like enough people don't talk about him because he's just solid. You know what I mean? He's just a big body that Bayern training program got him to be an absolute unit and thank God it's kept with him. Um, he has a nice, he has a nice tattoo sleeve. I like his sleeve a lot. Um, but <laughs> Besides that, yeah, just think he, he's a player that makes minimal mistakes and something that's not really touched on when you talk about Spurs because you're talking about Son and Kane and not him. He's so consistent. Yeah. And, I mean, he doesn't miss that many games through injury or anything like that. Uh, yeah, it's just it's like that busy body in the midfield. You can just always kind of count it and put it on a, like a 7 out of 10 performance at least every single yeah. game. And uh, my second one, I know Robbie will, uh, will like this one. It's his baby boy. uh Thomas Suchek. Oh, uh, Suchek. oh, that's a good one. That's a good he one. He is my baby. SPL yeah, legend uh, from a couple of seasons he, ago. I, I think if I read it right, he tied um, Antonio for goals. Um, they both had 10, um, which is kind of nuts to think about because you wouldn't think of Suchek as Antonio level. Am I wrong? Well, he just he's so big. Right, they he's whip massive. Any, they whip yeah. any set piece in, he's getting his head on it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, I, I I would like to watch him more. Um, so so whenever whenever I see Robbie watching his highlight clips in the living room, that's uh, I'll make sure to stay there for a little bit longer. But with with a melodramatic tear in my eye. Yes, yes. But that was it. Those were my two. Yeah. Oh, those are solid. Those are very solid. I really like Suchek. He uh, he's definitely good in that West Ham system. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a very good complement to Rice. Yeah, he lets Rice do his thing, God, and he I just like sits him. back there, and he's just a rock. Um, moving on to my underrated players, I also had Muller, so we already talked about him. I uh, don't need to go go back into that. Um, my next one, real quick, just just quickly answer like first one that comes to mind. In the last, like in the twenty first century, since two thousand, who do you guys, which goalkeeper do you think has saved the most penalties? Um, and, uh, I'll Jim give Howard. you a hint: it's not David De Gea. Yeah, that, that's who I was gonna guess. It's also not Allison. Oblock. It's not Oblock. Oh, I should have guessed Neuer. Oblock. It's not Neuer. It's Handanovic. At really? Inter. He has the record for most penalties saved in one season in Serie A with six. Holy he cow. also has the most pens saved since 2003, which is 38. He saved 38 pens since 2003, which is like when when he started his professional career. He's, he's the only That's an insane number. He's one of the only non-Italian goalkeepers to win Serie A goalkeeper of the year. He's won it three times, okay. and I mean, like I don't, I would never really have Handanovic in best keeper in the world conversations, but when you look at how he's performed over his entire time in Italy, his save percentage is only a couple percentage points worse than Buffon's. And people definitely talk about Buffon as one of the best goalkeepers of like the generation. And I mean, you look at his penalty record, you look at his save record. He's won things with Inter now. He's even, I mean, he's played for lower level teams in Italy. He hasn't been at Inter his entire career in Syria. And he's still been putting up really good numbers. So for me, he's definitely underrated. And like, even just none of you, I mean, I'm guessing none of you either, even like would have thought to guess him. No, not at all. Shot. Oh my god! 
Yeah, and then uh, just some honorable mentions from me. We don't gotta, like as Drew will say, we don't gotta go too far into depth. <laughs> and got, then we get super far. In depth. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Juan Cuadrado over at Juve. I love Cuadrado, by the way. Just throwing that out there, I rate him highly. <laughs> so you're saying he's not <laughs> underrated then? No. Oh, I mean, he's underrated generally, yes. But I, yeah. I, I rate Cuadrado. I I think he's just really consistent. Um, especially he's not necessarily a wing back, but he's been playing there for a long time for Juve. And he's always put in pretty solid performances. And this next one, I think he's underrated. Maybe not to you FIFA boys, because he always has a really good card. But Ben Yedder over at Monaco. I, I think dude, I think he's pretty underrated. Rat, you're spitting. I mean, you're right. But his cards in FIFA are always just so broken. Oh, it yeah. me apart, bro. Rat King. It makes no sense. It doesn't. I don't get it. I mean, he is all, he's always in the, the France top scorer conversation. I mean, it's hard to compete with Mbappe, but he's still always the one that finishes second, it seems like. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like he doesn't get talked about a whole lot. Oh, Maybe it's just a consequence of you know, Monaco not being talked about a lot. He's a little bit older. I think he's like 30. He's like 31 or 32. Yeah, I'm as you said, sure. by now he's got to be getting pushing 30s. Yeah, he's yeah. still putting up good numbers, though. He was second top scorer last season behind Mbappe. All right, our last segment of the day, boys. We got guess the player. Um, just to read the scores out, just to remind you guys how far ahead I am. Uh, I've got four points. Tyler and Drew, you've got two each. And Nico, you've got zero. But we're expecting big things from you this week. So don't let us down, baby. Jesus. All right. um, let's go, Nico. Let's go. Let's do it, baby. Come on. Just to go over the rules one more time, we, we all picked a Premier League player. Although, I will say in the weeks coming up, we are going to branch out a little more and start picking from other leagues. But right now, we're doing Prem players. And Tyler's going to start us off. So, Tyler, give us your first couple clues, and we'll go from there. All right. So, obviously, he's in the Prem. He played 25 games this season. He scored three goals and had one assist. Okay. He's an attacker. Ooh. I was going to get a, a defender or a midfielder with those stats. Yeah. It's not ideal. So this one is kind of a broad hint, unless you, like, watch this. But in, 20, in 2014 – he was the UEFA European Under-17 Championship Golden Boot winner, or Golden Player, sorry. What year was that? Um, 2014. 2014. Oh, so a decent amount ago. He came from the Dutch League, and that is all I'm giving you for now. Mm. Dutch Steven League. Bergwijn? Yep. <laughs> Joe with a snipe? Uh, <laughs> yes. I Come wanted, on, then. I, I was trying to pick a Spurs player so Nico could get a point, but... <laughs> the face Nico's giving you... Bro, just... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have expected Tyler to pick Bert. God. Well, my next, my next hint was scored on his debut, and I feel like you would have gone. Yeah, that. I would have gone that. I'll never I forget heard, that goal. That goal I was heard nuts. Dutch league, Dutch league attacker, and then the three goals. I'm like, I could probably remember all three of Bergwijn's goals. This season. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. It's all clicked. Two of them were in one game. Why, <laughs> <laughs> God? I cannot I believe I didn't get that. You just, you just sold him. Bye, bye. Nico, sorry, Nico. If you can, if you can recover <laughs> okay. from that, I think oh, you're man. up next. What do okay. you got? My player is 29. He's English. Um, he is six five. Oh. Um, so he defender. was in the squad for the UEFA Euros in 2020. Um, however, he did not play in the final. Okay. And for his team this season, he has one goal and three assists. Uh, is, Ming. is it Danny Ings? Yeah, Robbie got it first. No, Tyler said Ings. You said Mings, didn't you? Yeah, I said Mings. Tyler said Ings. 
Oh no, okay. Robbie was right. It's Mings. Let's go. Dang it. Well done, Robbie. Twenty nine and six five. Just gave it away. Well, uh, didn't, didn't McGuire play the Euro final? Yeah. Yeah. And then I was gonna say Stones, but he did too. And then I couldn't think of their backups. <laughs> Tyler, were you thinking? That one wasn't very good. I thought the wrong that... player. I no, I was thinking six five. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking Ings. Uh, I guess he is a little bit older and has scored more than one goal. But yeah, I don't think he's six five either. <laughs> be mad I know he's that. tall though. Okay. Not six five. I didn't know uh, Mings was six five until I started reading on it. Actually, that's an insane. He, he do be height. the he do be the big man in the back. That's true. Yeah. He's pretty good. I'd take him on Spurs. I'll tell you that over Dyer. I don't think he's that good. Dro, I believe you are next. Who you got for us? So. My player is 31 years old. He is five foot eleven. He played in 34 games in the prime this past season and scored one goal. It's pretty much an ever present. You said he's 34 years old. 31. 31. 31. He played 34 games. Oh, okay. Correct. Um, he has never received a red card in his career, mm. and the team he plays for was promoted in 2020 after 16 years of not being in the Prem. Oh, so he's a Leeds player. Ah, uh, Leeds player. He's got to be a center back, surely. 34 games. Oh, I don't is know. Is it Dallas? Leeds center backs. Huh? Is it Dallas? It is Stuart Dallas. Let's go, baby. <laughs> yeah. If Dallas. it wasn't Dallas, I was going to be running very low <laughs> on my Leeds players that aren't Patrick Bamford yeah. or Rafinha. No, that... That was good. My my other clues were I was gonna say he's a right back. Okay. Or I guess he does play center back too, right? I think he does a little bit of both. Yeah, I was gonna say he plays for Northern Ireland, not Northern Ireland. And then I didn't know that. His career, that. yeah, his career. He's gone from Crusaders to Brentford to Northampton to Brentford and then to Leeds. What a progression! Yeah, that's awesome. Good well, job, Robin. I'm feeling good about this week. This is this is good. No, but... I'm feeling great about this week. <laughs> Nico, you, you got to get this one, man. All right, All it's right. his first player, I'm guessing. <laughs> no. All right, so my, my first clue, he has played for the Spanish youth teams, but he now plays for Catalonia, which is like the – I don't know if any of you guys know like your Spanish soccer history, but like Catalonia, they're like trying to get independence from Spain. It's like they have their own national team. It's kind of like, yeah. like such a weird situation. But so, yeah, this yeah, guy. Like where played, Barca plays. Yeah. So he played for the Spanish youth teams, but now he plays for Catalonia. Um, he has won the UCL. He's won the FA Cup. Um, and then I'm just going to give you his, his progression as a player. Um, he's played for Barcelona B. He has played for Barcelona. He has played for Chelsea. He's played for Valencia. He's played for Stuttgart. And I'm not going to give you his current team quite yet. Ty, it looked like you had a guess. Mm. But then it looked like you got stumped again. Is it Adama Traore? It is not. He's never played is for it... Chelsea, Valencia, or Stuttgart. Yeah. <laughs> or, or won, or won I... the UCL or the FA Cup. Or played for, the Barcelona or played for Catalonia. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, is is he an attacker? Um, hold on. I'll give you my. I'll keep going with my clues, and then we'll get to position. Uh, okay. He has been coached by Luis Enrique. He has been coached by Pep Guardiola. 
He has been coached by Rafa Benitez. So he's on City. And he has been coached by Ronald Koeman. City. Oh, Ferran Torres. It is not Ferran Torres. He's never won the UCL or the FA Cup. Oh, I forgot City for don't win UCLs. Ferran's too young, too. City doesn't want to win UCLs. Right. <laughs> yeah, Spurs don't want to win trophies. Um, I'll pair him up now. So he, Luis Enrique coached Barcelona B when this guy played for them. Guardiola okay. coached Barcelona when this guy played for Barcelona. Oh Benitez coached Chelsea when this guy coached or played for Chelsea. Oh, then, Fernando Torres. It is not Fernando Torres. Oh, no, he never played for this, Barcelona. And this is a current player that's in the Premier League. Right. Um, and then he played for Ronald Koeman when he played at Southampton. And that goes into my next clue. He got Southampton player of the season in 2016-17. Mane? Alonzo? It is not Mane. It is not Alonzo. He currently plays for Southampton. I'll give you that too. Oh, uh, Romeo. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I, I mean, I was looking into it. He's he. I mean, he's an ever-present pretty much in the Southampton midfield. He's he's their defensive yeah. head. He plays um, next to Ward Prowse. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't know he was a. I knew he was at Chelsea. I did not know he ever played like in any of the Barcelona teams, especially when it was Guardiola's Barcelona. But yeah. I mean, he didn't play that much. And then yeah, he won the UCL with with uh, Chelsea in 2012. He won the FA Cup with Chelsea in 2012. Drew, wow, good. Snipe. I didn't know a lot about him then. <laughs> So oh, Drew got two points from yeah. that week. I got two points. So that's a that was a good week. Not and for I, me. <laughs> not not for Tyler and Nico, but well, maybe when we branch out to other leagues, you guys will have some have some some better luck. <laughs> but I think with that, we'll wrap up tonight, and we will say thank you for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Four Lads Football Podcast. We are available pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts so hit us up give us a rating if you liked it if you don't like it please don't give us a bad no i'm just kidding give it give us whatever rating you think is fair no don't give us a bad review (laughs) (laughs) we will we will come find you nico and tyler are gonna hack in and figure out who rated us what and we will break your knees we will not break your knees (laughs) (laughs) but uh with that gentlemen thanks for another good pod and of course. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you next week. See everybody Thank next you. week. Thank you.